1: What I'd like to do is explore some really cool ideas of using scale fragments or pieces of ideas. Okay? We spend a lot of time trying to develop our entire fretboard as one big scale and that is really important to us okay, as guitar players. But sometimes what you need is just some little idea that you can utilize in your playing right quickly. You can access the idea very quickly okay so let's say for instance you were playing in the key of G okay so your prime and again by key I don't even care about any other chords right now what I'm what I'm concerned with is the chord G so when I go to solo over this G what do I think okay well I could think pentatonic or I could think diatonic or whatever is is accessible to me if I'm thinking G minor pentatonic I'm here if I'm thinking G major pentatonic, then I'm down here. Or maybe Okay, if I'm thinking G major scale, then I might be thinking here. And then trying to see the whole fretboard from there. Okay, these are all great, and we wanna be able to utilize all of these various ideas. But let's break this down a little bit smaller and quicker, for for quick access of something that's very useful to us. So the first thing we need to do is we need to be able to define a couple of G octaves on the fretboard. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at this G, and this G, and this G. So there's three. Okay, and then we're gonna look at the G's off the fifth string. So we gotta find G up here, and G here. So we have, and Okay, so we have those are the five G's we're going to be focusing on. Now these other two, let's just hold off on those. We're going to focus on these three for now. What we're going to do is we're going to take those and we're going to build some arpeggios or triads off of these. So we're going to play G B, and D, which is the root third fifth. Okay, Right? Now we want to be able to see this idea of playing
2: third, fifth,
1: and then off this octave, third, fifth, octave off this octave okay now I know a lot of players that learn their octaves across a fretboard and they'll go yeah I know my octaves but they, they still don't really know how to make music with it so if we think about these three independent shapes here No matter how you want to play them, pick them, hammer on, pull off, whatever it is that that works for you. But they're not really very exciting at this point. Just playing, you know, this in theory is great, but it doesn't really do us any good. We need to make this a bit more creative and useful to us in the real world. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to add in a slide that's gonna make it more practical to get to the next octave. So for instance, instead of just playing uh, (laughs) G, I'm gonna slide up a whole step to the note A, okay? Now, the A note is part of the G major uh, pentatonic, it's part of the G major diatonic. If you are concerned with that sort of thing, it is, okay? But our practical use of this is, is, I think, more important than whether or not it does exist in the logical world of guitar playing. It makes it practical for us to move from point A to point B. So it makes it easier, if I want to play this first octave and I want to get into the next octave, that slide makes it more practical for me to move, or if I'm here, to get back and forth between those positions, okay? Now again, please remember that as I'm showing you these three positions, it doesn't mean you have to play them all the time. You might just come up here. And just make something like that. Again, right now it's not very exciting though. We need to add some more notes to try and add some more spice to this thing, okay? So what we're gonna do next is we're gonna actually add in a brand new note and what we're going to do is add in the, uh, the F sharp which is right below the G, it's a half step below the root. Okay, now it's not very exciting sounding down here and it's not necessarily a note that you want to try and target in your solo, it's more of a color note or what we refer to as a non-chord tone. It's not a root and a third and a fifth, it's outside of there. But What makes it sound really nice is, first of all, it adds a half step where we didn't have that before. Okay, so it adds some color, and the other thing is it just adds some more texture because it's a different sound than just playing the root third fifth. Because remember, our slide is great, but the slide really, the the note that we're sliding to, which is E, we're not really that concerned with the note, we're just using it more as a positional shift. Now, this note is really important to me because when I'm soloing, I use that a lot. Again, I don't do a lot of soloing down in this lower position anyway. I tend to be up here, spending more time up, up there. But... You get the idea. So now all of a sudden you've got this new note. So you've got two notes on this string and then two notes on this string with the slide. And of course, this is where you can start making some cool guitar licks. If you like that sort of thing. If you wanna play more melodically, Lots of really neat stuff that you can do with this, okay? Now we're not done. We're gonna keep adding some more notes. The first step, the triad that we created is safe. It's as safe as anything could be because you're playing the three notes that make up the chord that you're playing over. I'm using G as an example, but you could play it in A or B or C or D or anywhere you wanted to go just by being able to visualize those octaves, okay? The new note that I've added, which is the half step below the root, okay, that new note is adding more color, it's adding more texture into what I'm playing. For whatever reason, again, whether I wanna play fast licks or just. You know, whatever it is I'd like to do with it. But the more notes I keep adding, the more I'm defining the scale. So I just want you to understand that as I add more notes, whether I realize it or not, whether I care or not, I don't, it doesn't matter. It's just that's what's happening is as I add more notes, I'm getting closer and closer to the full size scale, right? So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna add in another note that I really like to play, which now we we started with G, B, D. I'm gonna come up to uh, this one. So we had G, B, D. And then what we did was he added in the F sharp. course we have that slide okay
0: if you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member there are three memberships to choose from vip which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to GuitarZoom.com. Now back to the podcast.
1: What I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna add in another note, so I have G, B, I'm gonna add in the note C. And the reason I like C, is because the C makes a nice symmetrical shape right here. So I've got my triad. And then I've got that major seventh below here, the half step. And what I like to do is kind of visualize this four, I'll just use the fret numbers here, four, five, four, seven that is sort of an outside shape and then when if I go to four five four five that's kind of an inside shape so as I move up here into this octave I've got this outside shape and then this inside shape you see and then of course I can take all of these notes so I can make all kinds of cool little visualizations across my fretboard And the point is to get creative here. I don't want to just give you a bunch of licks. That's not what I want you to to focus on is some lick. I want you to see this. So if you were playing over B, for instance, you could think of this and go, okay, well, there's my arpeggio. You could see those and you could go, okay. And make something really cool over this B chord. So your band or your guitar player. And you're thinking instead of going this, and there's nothing wrong with it, and I'm not making fun of it, and I'm not saying it's not important. Of course it is. What I'm saying is you need to grab something right away that's useful to you. So you start, and that works really great over this A, and then R B, and then A comes out whatever comes up. So you're going, okay, well, E, where do I go for E? Well, I got an E sitting here. Or whatever. Whatever you'd like to do. You can see the possibilities are endless. Okay, so it started with a triad, and then we added this little slide for convenience. Not that we can't emphasize that note either because it is part of the scale. We can we can use no doubt about it. And then we added in this half step below the root and then we added the half step above the third, okay? So again, I don't want to get way out in La La Land with all this stuff because we could start doing modes and all kinds of things. I don't want to go that far. I just want you to understand how to use something practical right now that, again, can change the way that you're seeing your fretboard, okay? So that's the first step. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna head up here to the fifth string, using G again, and we've got these octaves sitting right there, okay? So let's look at those triads up here. Okay, so there's my octave. Or excuse me, my triad, I'm sorry. Okay, now this one though, this one's kind of hard because when we move up to this G right here, we can't go... We can't use that same shape, so this poor guy has got to go... See how weird that is? Because of the tuning of the guitar, I have to change that one. Okay, so now all of a sudden if I use all these other ideas... They're all sitting there, and what I do here is instead of going, I usually use this as a slide. You don't have to, but again, it just—I'm always thinking practicality. When I'm soloing, I'm trying to think of something practical that. I can use. And this is kind of an awkward positioning for me with my fingers. Not that I don't do it, because I do, but I just want you to understand that there's lots of different ways that you could approach. And of course, then I've got the other note that I added. Now, this makes it tough here because of that position. So there I might be thinking, well maybe I'd rather do that there because it's the same notes. And that's why oftentimes we'll reposition something is because it just makes more logical sense with our fingers and our our brain and our eyes. It's way easier than doing this. Although I like the idea of this little bar we're making cool stuff like that, you see, because I can borrow her, so in that aspect I love this position, and then I would use that for making some sort of a, and then maybe I drop into something else from there, right? So that's a really great way of taking your arpeggios and trying to expand them. Now, I'm gonna leave you with this. You can keep expanding these arpeggios until they become the scale that you started with. Obviously, as you keep adding more notes, you're gonna get there anyway. But the advice that I will give you is it's okay to do that. But don't try and turn everything into a pepperoni pizza. Right? When you eat steak, allow steak to taste like steak. Right? When you eat whatever it is, pasta, Okay, don't try and formulate everything to become the same thing because then it just gets boring after a while. It's like not having any taste buds buds, and everything would, would taste the same, right? I, I don't know what it's like to not have taste buds, but I would assume. So the whole thing with this is, is being able to visualize your fretboard on different levels is very, very important because it gives you different creative ideas. If you're always just going, your outcome will always be, every time you solo. Where if you all of a sudden went, uh, let's say we did, Uh, we're going to be in the key of G here. Yeah, that's right. So so all of a sudden, somebody's playing a G chord instead of you going. You're going. And you're making something completely different. to, To just have some fun with. Maybe you're making melody, right? You're trying to make something that You're writing a song and you want something that is more driving in the melody. So you're using this new idea as opposed to going and just doing that, okay? So one's not better than the other, they're just two different ways of looking at uh, perspectives on the fretboard next time on the steve stein guitar podcast second part of this is learning how to see chords across the guitar this is really really important as well so if you think about it if i wanted to play a song let's say i was playing the the rhythm part to this song and the first chord that i'm playing this thing is actually going g b minor c and d hey steve stein here from guitarzoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast